0: Welcome back. In our fourth episode of the HC interview series, Paul Clark and Nick Anagnostou discuss the true definition of invisible leadership. Without further ado, here's the full interview. Next up, Mr. Nick Anagnostou, VP of HSSE for KBR. KBR is a global provider of differentiated professional services and technologies across the asset and program lifecycle within both government solutions and energy sectors. KBR employs approximately 37,500 people worldwide including their joint ventures with customers in more than 80 countries and operations in 40 countries across the synergistic global businesses. We are discussing with Nick invisible leadership. Every now and then we meet people who claim that what is needed to improve safety is strong and visible safety leadership. I sort of get what they mean with visible leadership, that leaders can be seen doing the right things but that, rest assured, is confusing. Strong, how strong exactly? Strong in order to do do what? What do you mean by leadership and what do you mean by safety anyway? Further exploration of the idea of strong and visible safety leadership normally leads down a predictable route. The usual suspects in expanding on the concept include the standard you walk by is the standard you accept. This message needs to come from the top down. We need leaders who make it clear to people where the line is in the sand. And we need leaders who are ready to have the tough conversations about safety. So over to now, what does invisible leadership really mean? And how do we best implement it to improve safety across the business? I'm going to talk with Nick now about this in depth. Here we go. Nick, thank you very much for coming to the HSE North America Congress uh, 2019. Pleasure having you. And um, uh, thank you for being interviewed for the HSE Network. Um, actually, what's really quite refreshing about this interview is the is the topic. It's something that we haven't touched on yet, but um, keeps coming up in trade, keeps coming up in business around sort of invisible leadership now. Um Every now and then we, we meet people who sort of claim that w- what is needed to improve safety is perhaps strong visible um, safety leadership. And I sort of get what they mean uh, with visible leadership that leaders perhaps can be seen doing the right things uh, but the rest is is confusing. You know, strong, how strong exactly, you know? Uh, strong in order to do what? What do you mean by leadership? And what do you mean by safety anyway? So further exploration of the idea, I suppose, of strong, visible safety leadership normally leads down a predictable route. Uh, the usual su- uh, suspects in, in expanding on the concept includes the standard you walk by, uh, the standard you accept, And this message needs to come from the top down. So we need leaders who make it clear to people where the line is in the sand. And we need the leaders who are ready to have the tough conversations about safety. So what does uh, invisible leadership mean and how do we best implement it to improve safety across the business? So I've got three questions uh, for yourself that perhaps we can touch upon. The first being amongst all the different types of safety initiatives, the culture differently, leadership, there is invisible leadership, I and mean, how do we best define it? And how do you see it benefiting perhaps KBR's workforce?
1: No, it's a great question, Paul, and uh, thanks for having me. It's been a great uh, great Congress this year. Uh, this is kind of a unique question uh, because, uh, you know, the transactional management systems within companies basically focus on the visible leadership. It's It's measurable. You actually physically see it. Uh, Some of the invisible leadership attributes, we call them transformational leadership attributes within KBR. And what we try to do is meld the two transactional management systems that we've identified. These are transactional processes that we have within KBR that our leadership have to sponsor. Okay, And we can actually measure the engagement in, in them transactional management systems. But the only people that can truly measure their transformational leadership attributes are the individuals themselves, of course. okay? Yeah. So we have a, a method or a coaching method that we use to our leadership to basically ask themselves daily, how well did they do within the transformational leadership attributes sure. that we ask them to carry? So in my opinion, it's really about that common statement of Is safety a priority or is it a value? Mm. And I truly do believe that the invisible leadership lands right in the personal values of individuals and our leaders.
0: Are are there any specific, I guess, use cases then that perhaps um, that can better help other professionals, I suppose, understand invisible leadership in practice, perhaps, for the viewers? Uh,
1: You know, I think, uh, you know, just going back to what, uh, what I said, I think the only practice that you have with regards to invisible leadership is to really get people to understand their personal relationship with safety. Uh, I think that is truly uh, the only practice that I've identified when you're talking about invisible leadership, because we've advanced so far with regards to metrics and predictive analytics and, and measurements associated with engagement and leading indicators that I think hits on all the, uh, visible leadership items. I think the invisible leadership items are really the intrinsically driven values that people have.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah 100%. And uh, what would a leadership model a la safety differently look like, I guess? How can leaders engage based on the ideas that maybe people are the, the solution, that safety is about a capability to create positive outcomes? And the safety... That safety, I suppose, is an ethical responsibility.
1: Would you agree? No, I think, uh, you know, the first day of this Congress, yeah. I think, uh, you know, the topic or the statement of safety differently has come up several times. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the speakers and some of the uh, uh, workshops are focusing on things that I believe are uh, are truly things that get us to the next level, which is things like uh, creating a safe environment for people to speak up to. Because... In my opinion, the employees mm-hmm. uh, at the lowest level mm-hmm. uh, could be the hu- uh, biggest catalyst to the improvement, yeah. right? And when you open up that uh, uh, that energy or that passion or that knowledge at, at the employee level, mm-hmm. that's where I think we really energize the safety culture within a company.
0: Well, thank you very much, Nick. I can't thank you enough for, first of all, being... Uh, uh, an attendee for our North America Congress, but also doing a talk and an interview for HSE Network, which is going to help you know, senior leaders all over the world roll out their key projects more effectively. And, and that goes down to the support and the, the knowledge that you brought to this interview. So thank you very much for coming. Yeah, and we'll no see problem. you again soon. Thank you. Cheers. Brilliant stuff there. And remember, we can't bring you this podcast without the help of our brilliant content partners. So thanks, Nick, for sharing your insights and wisdom. We'll see you again in the next episode.